Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with TRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com bet. That's winning at drf.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita. Come out and watch and wager at iconic Santa Anita Park. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 for reservations. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm Bob Ike. I'll bring in John Lindo in just one minute. 
Big day of racing from around the country, starting with Santa Anita, 12.30 post today for nine races, including the Baffle Stakes. That goes as race seven three-year-olds coming down the hillside turf course. Big card at Fairgrounds. They've got some weather, though. Sloppy and soft turf for 14 races, including the Risen Star, which is the final race on that card. Gulfstream Park today, 12 races. A stakes race there. Aqueduct with snow on the ground, 10 races. Oaklawn Park also has 10, and Golden Gate has 7. So, John Lindo, we have a lot to cover today. Good morning. Good morning, Bob. Yeah, we do, and there's weather across the country, and, uh, you know, weather that might stick around all, all over the place, including California on Monday. Yeah, we're scheduled for a five-day race week because we had a makeup day on Thursday. President's Day racing scheduled for Monday, John, but entries were put on hold yesterday with uh, rain expected to be coming in Monday. So we're, I think, a little bit up in the air on the Monday card. Right. Uh, from what was released from Santa Anita yesterday, the racing officials will kind of take a look at what the uh, you know the weather forecast looks like, when the weather is supposed to come in, etc. On Monday. And uh, they will decide at that point whether we did we'll take the entries. If we, if we do, we will take entries today for Monday. And obviously, got to draw everything and get everything out so we can get stuff to the daily racing form to get printed up and, and out for, for the public. So uh, we'll find out later this morning. But as of now, right now, the racing office will just evaluate what the weather conditions will be for Monday. And then a decision will be made whether we enter or if we decide to skip. So we'll see what happens. Well, John, before we get into all of today's handicapping and action, uh, we've, got to, we've got a lot to clean up from the suspension and rulings from last week. So uh, why don't you take us through it? We, we call it the police blotter. It's kind of full this week. And where do you want to start? Well, let's take uh, California Bay since that's where we're at. And, uh, you know, first of all, last Sunday, uh, trainer Dan Blacker was handed a 90-day suspension that starts on February the 26th, also a $15,000 fine by the stewards for a failure to file pre-workout veterinary exams on 527 different incidences between January 1 and July, uh, January 1 of 2022 and July 1 of 2023. Now, when we work out horses now in Southern California, you have to get the vet to examine your horse and give them the okay before you go out and do the workout. During that period of time, Blacker had uh, 789 horses doing works. 527 of them uh, apparently did not have a, a vet exam recorded or filed properly. So he will sit out 90 days. But, Bob, more than anything else on this ruling, I get it. I understand it. And, uh, you know, there's somebody responsible for this. But why did it take the California Horse Racing Board 527 different incidences before this rule is enforced. It, it, you know, if, if we don't have the resources to, to do the work on all these uh, things that the protocols of the trainers must endure and go through, then what's the use of having the rule if we can't enforce them? And it's a concern for me that it took this long. To, and, you know, it just makes you wonder, too, all the other trainers on the grounds, how many of these workout exams are they actually looking at? Is all this protocol stuff actually being used great questions john um i know there's been some upgrade i think from what i was reading and how uh you know it looked like they were just going through the work tabs and going one by one which is a little bit of a prehistoric way of kind of keeping track of this stuff so hopefully technology 
can catch up a little, or they can catch up with technology at least and be able to track, you know, people might not realize, John, these trainers have to file a workout slip every time they intend to work a horse. So a couple days in advance, they're filling out slips, turning them into probably the CHRB and the racing office. So uh, as you said, the trainers are under strict protocols and the enforcers should also be under strict protocols, right? Absolutely. And, you know, the only thing I, I, I think is if the resources are not there to fully enforce how the law, sh uh, the, the rule should be enacted, then wait and to enact the rule until you can enforce it. Uh, you, you know, don't put the cart before the horse. Let's go to Jonathan Wong now. He was handed a two-year suspension by Haisa Haiwu over the metformin positive. He, con he claimed contamination, and he took that drug himself. It's a diabetes drug. Uh, apparently, Haisa and Haiwu are going to stick him with a two-year suspension. Right. This is a sti sticky. Uh, the, as, as the information came out uh, in daily racing form last year, you know, Wong told some folks that he has a prescribed uh, prescription for metformin to treat diabetes. Uh, as the arbitrators went through the whole adjudication process, uh, apparently Jonathan Wong didn't pursue that line of defense, and instead he introduced a statement from one of his uh, former grooms saying he was the source of the metformin positive. Uh, it, it got to be the kind of thing where at a certain point the arbitrator just discredited the, the statements and they just didn't find any credibility in how this whole thing went down. Now, there are a few trainers that have had metformin positives uh, dismissed because the labs were inconsistent on, you know, the Haiwu uses more than one lab and several labs were using different levels <laughs> for, for testing. So uh, that was one problem that was tossed out. That did not happen in this case for Jonathan Wong. Uh, and apparently, you know, at this point, because they didn't find his uh, statements credible, Jonathan Wong, who had 150 horses under his care, is going to have to sit out two years now. And that, that's a long, long suspension. Absolutely. Uh, John Ryan Moore, he won a Breeders' Cup race on Auguste Rodin and the Breeders' Cup turf, but he also got stuck with a $20,000 fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, he's a, he got one of those he's a whip suspensions. Now, uh, you and I watched the Breeders' Cup turf, and I think it was pretty universally lauded that Ryan Moore put on a fantastic ride on Auguste Rodin to, to sneak up and get up in the last couple of jumps to win the Breeders' Cup turf. Uh, there was nothing that I saw anything near abusive about his ride. I thought he was fantastic. And uh, now he'll have to set up a uh, suspension day tomorrow, February 18th, Sunday. And on top of that, he gets a nice fine for $20,800 for the one strike over the limit. And, you know, when, when these guys are riding for championships and, and, you know, these are extremely important races, uh, you know, to have that arbitrary number and having to worry about coming over from Europe, well, did I hit the horse five times or six times or whatever? You know, you want the guy just trying to win the race, and as long as he's not abusing the animals, you know, we have to try and decide these championships on the racetrack. Yeah, we've talked about this forever, John, on this show, the ridiculousness of these fines and, and one strike over, uh, you know, a guy is trying to win a race. There's not many sports that penalize their participants for trying to win, but uh, we're one of them. So Ryan Moore, 
Congrats on a fantastic universally lauded ride, but here's your twenty thousand uh, dollar fine. Send us a check. So uh, Ryan Moore has to has to uh, pay the piper there for winning the Breeders' Cup anyway, John. So I think we've cleaned up on those, right? Uh, let's talk about a little bit of sad news. And last week we talked about Jerry Antonucci's passing and. Uh, another guy who was about that age and, and was a guy that I met way back when I first started named Bob Selvin. He was uh, with Jeff Siegel, one of the founders of Handicappers Report. They started that publication in the 1970s. We did some radio work with Bob early on, John, when we first started this show, uh, what, about 20 years ago? Uh, so talk about Bob Selvin, and I'll add some thoughts as well. Right, you know, Bob Selvin created Handicappers Report. They, you, you see the workouts reports that are commonplace now that, that are mentioned on a regular basis on places like FanDuel and, and a lot of uh, other uh, public domains. I mean, Daily Racing Forum has their own clockers reports now, but back in 1976, this stuff was unheard of, and he created the Handicappers Report using private clockers with daily workout information. I actually put the Handicappers Report on a television show and, you know, just a new way, an innovative way of handicapping and using information that hadn't been used before. So he was pretty innovative in, in, in helping move the handicapping processes forward. Obviously, with the Internet and everything that's available now, things have become so much more accessible. But back in that time, Bob Selvin was pretty creative uh, with the Handicappers Report and the fact that the workout information is used on a daily basis uh, you know, to this day, just tells you there, there's a there's a legacy of information there to help the handicappers. He and Jeff started that. They sold that publication and then uh, started National Turf, which Andy Harrington became their clocker. And uh, Andy's extremely popular. His work is purchased by uh, probably hundreds or, or thousands of uh, racing fans who want that great workout information. Uh, Bob Selvin, back in the day, they did performance ratings and, and so forth, really ahead of their time, as you said, John, in the 1970s. And I got to know Bob back then. Uh, Bob loved a few things in life. He, he loved horse racing. He loved UCLA sports. He loved deep sea fishing, believe it or not. And uh, Bob liked attractive women, too. If you would go to Hollywood Park on Friday nights, he uh, would bring a, a bevy of women with him, and uh, they like to have a good time. So we will miss Bob. He, he, uh, he goes back in this game, and he kind of a guy behind the scenes, maybe not out that front, kind of around the business end of it, uh, John, but a good friend, and we will miss him as well. And, John, we're losing too many of these guys that, that we kind of started the, in the business with. Yeah, it's unfortunate, you know, these things happen, but uh, a lot of these guys changed the way, the you know, the way we handicapped and, and, and brought the game forward to the public, and, uh, you know, they need to be recognized for what they've done. Well, let's get into some handicapping, John. Uh, your selection sheet, the Lindo Report, appears at todaysracingdigest.com every day and four days a week at the South Point. And uh, first of all, let's mention the South Point. Super Bowl's over, but March Madness is, and the conference tournaments are coming up in March, so you want to get up there to the South Point. Let's get that phone number out, and when you're there, pick up the Lindo Report. And then, John, uh, I'm going to promote what you did last weekend, and then we'll get a pick from you. So give us that number to talk to Steve Johnson out at the South Point. 
Well, I know March Madness is a huge time for you. You enjoy all the baskets, and, you know, those, those first two weekends of the tournament are unbelievable, all the action on those Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. If you want to get out there and be, be a part of the action, the viewing parties at the South Point, contact uh, Racebook Manager Steve Johnson, 866-780-7223. Ask how you can get your Thoroughbred LA horse players rate. And they really do a great job for the viewing parties out there. It, it's a fun, you know, and the best part is you don't have to play for matchsticks. You can get some action in there and watch the games. So that's always a lot of fun. And, uh, Bob, before I do, I do a selection, I want to mention, too, you know, you hit, you were on the ball last Sunday. You had five winners there on top. And uh, it, was, it was a good weekend for the, the horse players on Thoroughbred L.A., too. Yeah, it was. And I'll give out my pick after you do, John. Uh, let's mention, first of all, Santa Anita. We didn't mention the carryover, I don't think. We have a pick six carryover from yesterday, 56000 into today. And also that coast-to-coast -coast wager between Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita. The first leg of that goes as the 10th race at Gulfstream at 1.36 Pacific time. John Lindo, you give out six top choice winners on Sunday, including Antifona at $22 in the Sweet Life Stakes. So where do you want to go for your Santa Anita play today? I'll go to race three at Santa Anita, Bob. In the, in the third race, I like the way number eight Shady Tiger broke his maiden on the dirt last time for trainer Phil D'Amato. In his debut, he ran very well on the grass before that, so I think switching back to the turf is not going to be a problem. He used an outside stocking trip to win last time. He draws outside again today. There's a lot of speed to his inside. I think he gets the exact same trip, and I think the result's going to be the same under Juan Hernandez. 3-1 to one on the morning line, number 8, Shady Tiger, race number 3 at Santa Anita. And I know, Bob, you've done the work, too, and you, you have a play that you like at Santa Anita as well. Yeah, I'm going to go to the fifth race today, and I put out my selection sheet. John races 5, 8, and 9 are my best plays, $144 in the late pick 5. John, I thought this was a killer card. I mean, it's going to be hard to, to nail this pick 6 and pick 5 today. Big fields back into the card, very, very competitive. I just thought it was a real tough card. And, John, let me mention also, besides what you did at Santa Anita, you gave out uh, the coast-to-coast -coast play on your Lindo report for an $81 ticket. So you've got it covered there as well. But my radio play, I'm going to go to the fifth race today, first leg of that late pick five, last leg to close it out if you're playing early. And I'm going to take a shot and single, John, and, and it's it's not a sure thing, that's for sure. It's it's a horse who I think is going to run well, though. That's number seven, Tahini, at five to one in this spot. Bred to really like turf routing. The dam was a turf router. American Pharaoh, a very good turf sire going long. This horse has now had two sprints for George Papa Padromo. I thought improved second time out when it was getting Lasix. I think can be forwardly placed. Rispoli, the rider in here. So it's a tough three-year-old filly maiden race on turf. But I do like the chances of number seven, Tahini, who's five to one in this spot. And again, John, just tough legs all around. This is a very, very competitive day of racing. So it's going to be interesting to see who our handicappers like on today's card. So let's go ahead and take our first time out. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein in the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, AM 830 and on the Angels radio app.
Angels Radio, AM 830. Fans make plans to join us as the stage is set for a big three-day weekend here at spectacular Santa Anita. On Saturday, our main event is the $100,000 baffle stakes for three-year-olds going six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. On Sunday, California bred fillies and mares will go six furlongs on the main track in the $100,000 spring fever. And be sure to join us for special holiday racing on President's Day Monday. Monday is also Dollar Day with $1 beers and sodas as well as $2 hot dogs. The $100,000 Tis Now Stakes for California breads at one mile will highlight what should be a terrific day of racing on President's Day. And a quick reminder, the 87th running of the Santa Anita Handicap is now just three weeks away on Saturday, March 7th. Fans, don't forget, each Friday, we offer free admission and parking as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time each day is at 12.30 p.m. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Developed by Horseman, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. When you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. 
Welcome back, Thurman, Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And uh, John, we have a lot to talk about on the cowbred front. Let's start off with uh, last week's winner of the Palace Verde Stakes. Of the week, and that was Big City Lights. Big City Lights is by the Legacy Ranch Stallion, Mr. Big, out of the exchange rate mare, Champagne Exchange, was bred by Bar C Racing Stables, is owned by William Peoples, and is trained by Richard Mandela. Purchased as a yearling for just $22,000, he now has five wins and four seconds from nine lifetime starts, career earnings of over $292,420. And, Bob, speaking of uh, the Cowbirds and the CTBA, the uh, Cowbred of the Year for 2023 will be announced at the CTBA Awards Dinner. That will be Tuesday, March 12th at the Le Meridian Hotel right across the street from Santa Anita. If you'd like to go, you can contact Christy Chapman at the CTBA offices. Her email, Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y, at ctba.com. And let's also talk about an old-timer who uh, is going to go to retirement now, but he was probably the best son of Clubhouse Ride, certainly the fastest anyway, and that's uh, Brickyard Ride, who announced was retired at age 7, John. This is a horse that we enjoyed watching. He was very, very fast early. It was hard to get in front of him, that's for sure. Yeah, the Legacy Ranch had a huge week last week. Brickyard Ride, like you say, it's a, it retires as a 7-year-old, over $900,000 in earnings, 13 wins from 31 starts. And horses like this with so much early speed, they do all the dirty work, they never get a breather. And for him to last this long, uh, just hats off to trainer Craig Lewis. And, uh, you know, again, we talk about Legacy Ranch, Mr. Big, and Clubhouse Ride. How about Legacy Ranch 1-2 in the sixth race on, on uh, Thursday, 2 by 4 by Clubhouse Ride? and known idea by Mr. Big. They ran one-two there. And Pete Farrell on Legacy Ranch Clubhouse Ride had two winners on Thursday. So did Mr. Big. So those two stallions are really doing well right now. If you want to get to mar your mares to either one, contact trainer Terry Knight up at Legacy Ranch, 510-928-4980. Good week for Cowbreds, a good week for Legacy Ranch. And now let's uh, go to Bob Mazursky, who's going to continue our good weekend. Good morning, Bob. How you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. Bob, uh, his selections are available every racing day at todaysracingdigest.com, and he is the newspaper handicapper for the Southern California Newspaper Group. So Bob doing his graded handicap, odds, comments. And uh, before we get into that, Bob, I want to take a look a week ahead where we're going to have the $20 million Saudi Cup. We know some of the locals like National Treasure and Breeders' Cup Classic winner White Abario are going to run in there, but bring us up to speed. That's going to be a really very competitive race, and you would think so for $20 million. Yeah, it looks like a really good field. You know, the two you mentioned, and we have the Japanese horse, Therma Sotatake, who was second in the Breeders' Cup last year, and Ushba Tesoro, who won the Dubai World Cup earlier this year. So it should be a really good race. and. But the last few years, you know, if you play the favorites in that race, you've been getting killed because it's been three upsets in a row. He had a 113-to-one shot win a couple of years ago. So looking forward to it. And like you said, for $20 million, you better get a competitive field. I'm looking forward to seeing how White Barrio does it. has come back. He hasn't been seen since he won the Breeders' Cup, but he supposedly trained well at Santa Anita. So looking forward to that race a week from today. And, John, before uh, I bring you in to talk about today's baffle, I uh, just got a notification from the ra racing office on a text that came in. 
due to the impending rainstorm racing on Monday, February 19th, has been canceled. So we talked about that earlier in the show. Uh, we'll try to make up those uh, races at a later date. But anyway, that is official. Monday racing has been canceled. So just today and tomorrow, uh, John Lindo, step right in, and uh, let's get a preview of today's stakes from Bob. Well, my favorite races at Santa Anita are the six-and-a-half down-the-hill races, and we've got a good one today. That's the Baffle Stakes. goes as race seven on the card. And uh, Bob Mazursky, I tell you what, it's a field of seven, but it's a good field, and, uh, you know, we've got a five-to-two favorite to stay hot. I, I don't know. From off the pace, coming shortening back up from a route that's been a good angle, can he get the job done today? Yeah, I think it'll be very, very tough. You know, as you said, there's been a lot of horses over the years that have done very well cutting back in distance, and he could be the latest in them. He certainly got a hot rider, Antonio Frase, who had a huge day yesterday. I thought hard-headed, uh, who won on the dirt in his first in California for John Sadler, looked good, and he should handle the grasses by Oscar performance, who, of course, was a stakes winner on the turf. You also have Bolted returning to the grass. You know, he was a stakes winner last year on the grass. So I think it's like you said, a competitive race. I think those are the top three in there. And, Bob, uh, before we let you go, we want to get your radio play today from Santa Anita. Where else do you want to go on the card? I'm going to go to the last race of the day. I like number two, Ghost Coast. I thought this horse was ridden. Uh, I thought it was a very premature move last time by Umberto Risley, something he doesn't usually do, make mistakes like that. But I thought he made a premature move, and then the horse kind of lost his punch late. Cutting back to a mile today, that was this horse's best race came at this distance, so I think if he gets more of a waiting ride, he can get the job done in race nine. Number two, Ghost Coast. All right, Bob Mazursky in the ninth race to close it out. And again, Bob's selections available at todaysracingdigest.com. Thanks, Bob. We'll talk to you next Saturday. All right, sounds good. Take care. All right, and we're going to bring in Bruce Finkelstein from betonbruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? We're doing well, and uh, we want you to look at the, the big race at Fairgrounds. And they've got weather today, at least for now. It's sloppy and soft turf. A couple races came off the grass. But we wanted you to look at uh, their big derby prep today. That's the Risen Star, and that goes as the 14th and final on the card. How would you see that one, Bruce? seems like every time I handicap one of these races, track phantoms in here, and I'm always yeah, trying to beat right. them. And guess what? <laughs> and guess what? I'm going to do it again. I'm stubborn on this one. Um, but, but let's get into it. Um, I think the horse to beat here is the four, Sierra Leone. Uh, they paid a tremendous amount of money for this horse as a, um, as a yearling, $2.3 million for uh, Magnier and Tabor. Uh, go back and watch the debut on November 4th. It's a 71 buyer, nothing special, right? This horse had a difficult trip that day. He wasn't supposed to win the way the race shape was, and, and just his trip, I won't go into all the details, somehow he got to the outside and really showed a ton of class to win going away. He then, off of that race, a month later, goes in the Remsen Stakes. Key on this is December 2 at Aqueduct. If you're not into biases, that's fine. I think this truly was one of the more inside and especially speed bias tracks you will ever see. I looked at all 10 races this day, guys. How about of the 10 races, seven of the races were won on the lead in the one or two path. Two of the races were won from just off the pace, right there at the quarter pole type horses. One horse came from a couple lengths back on the rail. It was a decidedly speed-favoring track, and that didn't play well for 
Sierra Leone. He was dead last down the backstretch, made a very wide move on the turn. He ended up catching the favorite doorknock in the stretch, and then the, the horse on the lead re-rallied in the best part of the track. Down on the inside, he lost a heartbreaker. But, boy, he really showed a ton running against that strong bias, and especially just one race under his belt. I think there'll be ample speed in here to set it up for his off-the-base style. His barn mate with the um, similar ownership, with the same ownership, Hall of Fame, kind of interestingly enough, guys, this horse broke maiden uh, at fairgrounds on the same day that Track Phantom won the LeCompte. And if you're into comparing the times, Hall of Fame's race was faster all the way around, and especially early. Hall of Fame's no chump on his own. He pressed a hot pace that day, and he still kept going to win by 10 lengths. I think he could be the best of the speed, and he's already run faster than track Phantom. So uh, those are the two, I, I think, with the common ownership. But the horse that I think is, is the horse to beat, considering the bias and just the, the run he's shown in two races, I, I like the four Sierra Leone. He's 4-1 to one on the morning line. The other horse, the seven, Hall of Fame is at 6-1. to one. Kind of have the feeling on the four Sierra Leone, you're going to see this horse bet down to maybe about seven bucks. To be honest with you, I think four to one might be a little bit high. But I'm going to I'm going to try again, guys, to beat Track Phantom. He's he's a tough sucker, but I think these are difficult uh, conditions today. Maybe a, a better group of horses than he last faced in the Lecomte Lecomte Stakes. Guys, we've got the Golden Hour plays between Golden Gate and Santa Anita. John, I know you always like to get. Uh, Bruce's play from up north, so step on up, John Lindo. Yeah, Bruce, you've been seeing the ball for quite a while now. We've got a seven-race card today at Golden Gate. They start at 145 our time. Don't know if you want to go in one of the last two races, which are part of the Golden Hour Pick 4, or earlier on the card, but uh, give me something that I can look at today at Golden Gate. Well, let's play our own late Pick 4, John, at uh, Golden Gate. We'll start in the fourth race and I think uh, there's a significant class drop here on the five, Grateful Attitude. He's only, she's only been out twice. I thought she was super uh, impressive on debut. She really wasn't asked almost the whole way around. It was almost a kind of a overly confident ride by Bill Anton Georgie, but she showed an excellent kick to win going away. Off of that maiden 25,000 win, I think the, the, the connections were so high on her they jumped her up into an allowance race when she was eligible for easier, and she just sort of ran around the track. She only beat one horse. Those are much better. She's now in a starter allowance race, horses of her ilk that have broken maiden for in claiming races and such. And I think today that the drop in class will make all the difference for her outstanding rider in Chavez. He rides this track about as well as anybody these days. I believe he came from Ohio, I think about a year or so ago, but he really knows how to ride synthetic. So let's go race four with the five. Grateful attitude on the class drop at four to one on the morning line. And how about coming south, Bruce? Let's go, guys, to uh, race number six. Just a real solid three to one horse in the sixth race is the five Benedetti Joe. He just got through running second at a mile. Excuse me for my dog. I uh, just got through running a second at a mile. What does not show in the racing form, though, this horse was off awkwardly. I would call it a bobble, and he was definitely not uh, real quick the first jump out of the gate. And guess what? Mystic Flyer took full advantage of that, made the lead, and won pretty convincingly in a good race for the level. That was a nice 
final time for horses of this um, caliber. And I thought Ben Denny Joe ran super, chasing him all the way around the track. He was six lengths clear of the rest of the field. He goes from route to sprint. He's got a good sprint race under his belt. I think this is the perfect seven-eighths distance for him. There's some speed horses in here like California Tiger, Pat's Paddock Pick, possibly even Mish with Maldonado. I think he can draft right behind those horses coming out of the route race and outrun these late. Super solid horse today. Sixth race, number five, Benedetti Joe, three to one on the morning line. Bruce, tell us what's available on the website today. Full card analysis at uh, Santa Anita. Totally agree with you, Bob. I think this is going to be a big payer today in the picks. It's going to be hard to hit it, but I think this has got a potential for a, for a big uh, payoff today. So we went through the full card. We have the late pick five with that at Gulfstream Park with audio, best bets at Santa Anita, and also a late pick four today on the best bets from Golden Gate at betonbruce.com. Very good. Good luck today, Bruce. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Take care, guys. All right, that was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon and Toby Callett. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 and on the Angels radio app. Sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. I left my home in Georgia and I headed for the Angels Radio, AM 830. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with a super weekend of grade one stakes action. Top sophomores will face off this Saturday night in the grade one Los Alamitos Winter Derby. Rockin' with energy, second in last year's Ed Burton Million Futurity. An optical illusion, third in the two million Futurity, will head this great field of three-year-olds. Then on Sunday night, a big-time lineup of stars led by four grade one stakes winners will go on the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. Top stars include Los Alamitos Super Derby winner Jericho and Scoops Dynasty. And take a swig of this, the last two winners of the Winter Derby. Plus, Spencer Childers winner London Toby and six other standouts. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the $10,000 pick six promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. For Vessels Club weekend reservations, call 714-820-2681. The Winter Derby and Winter Championship. It's the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. 
Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And John, we got a chance to get down and visit the uh, OC Tavern this week and it looks like they're putting a lot of money a lot of time and effort and uh, the facility is going to look great when they do their full opening coming up soon right uh, the uh, simulcast wagering room is already open and ready to go they're just finishing up the renovations of the dining room area that should be done in the next week or so so we'll have the full report when the uh, full dining services and everything else in the restaurant is set but they've done a terrific job of renovating. It's going to really be really nice out there. And uh, if you get a chance, you want to check out the OC Tavern. And, Bob, I know, uh, you know, when you're up, up, up there in the Inland Empire, <laughs> I know where you're going. I'll be at the Derby Room tomorrow, and that's out at Fairplex, uh, one of my favorite spots. Great food and beverage presentation, uh, audio visual. So say hi to Brandon and Monica. Tell them you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, John, one more note on the OC Tavern. Uh, most importantly, that liquor license is going to be uh, coming their way this week. So uh, get tied on at OC Tavern. It's a fun place, and uh, they're going to do a great job there. We got to meet them and, and really uh, were impressed by what we saw, John. Well, let's bring in now John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Doing well. I uh, saw a tweet this morning. It looks like snow is on the ground at Aqueduct. Did I see that correctly? You saw it correctly. We had five inches of snow in Long Island uh, last night, but the track is in great condition, and the snow is gone. It's a cold day, but it's a beautiful day, and they're going to get the card in. Well, we always like to get two plays from you, so, John, you get the first one. Well, I don't know if you want to go to Aqueduct with the snow and everything else. We've got good conditions at, at Gulfstream Park. We're going to be okay at Santa Anita. Where do you want to go for your first radio play, John? We're not afraid of the weather, John. We're going to go to Aqueduct and look at their ninth and featured race. This is the Broadway Stakes. And I like the number four horse in here, Gone and Forgotten. This is a six-year-old mare who was claimed out of her last race by trainer Mike Maker. He obviously claims that a runner in this spot. She's listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. 
Red Hot Dylan Davis aboard to ride. I like number four, Gone and Forgotten, to upset and win today's ninth race out of Aquedale. All right, race nine is the first play, Gone and Forgotten. And what about your second one, John? Let's go to Gulfstream and I look at the eleventh race. It's one of the stake races on the card. It's a Royal Delta, and I like the number six horse in here, Honored the Lady. Safi Joseph sends out this four-year-old filly. She returns to uh, to uh, Florida where she's run well in the past. She's listed at six to one on the morning line. Roger wins to Jose Ortiz. Number six, Honored the Lady, wins today's eleventh race out at Gulfstream Park. And that is one of the coast-to-coast -coast races, so we appreciate that, uh, John Hardoon. Tell us what is available on the website today. And by the way, you did give us a will-win selection last Saturday, No More Time, who took down the Sam David uh, at Sam Davis at Tampa. 860 got crushed late, but a winner is a winner. So tell us what we're going to get today at johnhardoon.com. Well, we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, and, of course, Santa Anita selections. And, by the way, Monday there will be racing at Aqueduct and Oakland, so selections will be available Sunday evening after 6 p.m. Very good. Thank you, John. Good luck today. Okay, guys. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. Let's bring in Toby Callett from South Florida. Good morning, Toby. Hey, Bob. How are you? Doing well. Looks like you have good conditions today at Gulfstream, but uh, looking at the weather report, rain coming in tomorrow. Is that right? It looks like, according to the forecast, starting about 2 o'clock in the morning and lasting all day. So uh, we've had a lot of consecutive days of grass racing. If you look at the course, it probably could use an extra day off. And uh, I would suspect that, uh, I'll put it to you this way, all the races that I've handicapped, for tomorrow's card are for dirt. I'm not even going to speculate that they may or may not run on grass tomorrow. Good. Good to know, Toby. And uh, before we get a pick from you, from John, I want to just tell you, I got out to Riviera on Thursday uh, to watch day one of the Genesis. Have you ever gotten to play the Riviera course, Toby? I have not. I've, I've played few courses around Los Angeles. Uh, uh, I have played Rancho Park. Um, which was uh, an interesting experience. I almost almost killed Pat Boone uh, with with a with a uh, tee <laughs> ball on, on number one. Uh, I played with the coach from UCLA, and he's a rather arrogant fellow. And he said, "Go ahead and hit, son." And I said, "I think I've got to wait, sir." And finally, uh, he huffed and puffed, and I hit. And as soon as the ball left the club, everybody standing around the tee box, including myself, screamed for. If Pat Boone didn't dive down, the second hop. He's going to nail him either in the back or the back of his head. Uh, I apologized uh, many, many times, and all he did was smile and laugh and shake my hand. So uh, I didn't have much to say the rest of the day to the, to the coach from UCLA, and obviously I didn't wind up going to school there either. But uh, that was my uh, Los Angeles golf experience that uh, I, can, um, I, I can say proudly. Well, walking in, guys, at 8.30 a.m., coming in the side there along the first uh, first fairway, I almost had a similar experience, Toby. Somebody teed off, and you tee off way high up by the clubhouse, and they went left, and you were yelling four, and uh, my buddy and I turned and grabbed, uh, grabbed our you-know-whats and turned around, and uh, the ball flew about five feet over our heads. So that would have been a nice way to start the day. Right. Well, you could have been standing there on 18 when Tiger hit the hosel rocket, you know, and uh, fortunately didn't uh, did, didn't wind up uh, hitting anybody. But 
you know, what a great recovery shot that he hit to, to get it uh, onto the green with the next shot. But, uh, yeah, uh, golf, golf is fun, and watching those guys play, uh, they play at a level that uh, others can only dream of, and some guys can't even dream uh, that high uh, up, the, up the ladder, so to speak. They are incredible. Uh, well, let's get back to horse racing, John Lindo. What, what do you want to get from Toby? Well, they just ran the second race at Gulfstream Park, but we still got a whole ten more races to go. There's a, a lot to do there. So, Toby, let's get a winner today at Gulfstream. Well, we're going to have the uh, the Toby John Hardoon clash again uh, this week. Uh, I, I had lined up the eleventh race, and I picked John's horse, honor uh, honor uh, the lady second. Uh, I like the five Tizzy in the Sky, Todd Fletcher trainee. Uh, looks like a great spot. It's a basically full field going around two turns on the dirt, which doesn't happen much at Gulfstream. So uh, that's one of the things that's fun to look at. But I'm five tizzy in the sky with the six honor D lady, the 11 nostalgic, and the nine um, Monroe. That is five, six, 11, nine. We should be just fine at the conclusion of today's 11th, the Royal Delta grade three. Very good. That is Toby Callett from tobycallett.com, and uh, we'll, we'll hook you guys up in the exacta like we did a couple weeks ago, too, you and Hardoon for that race. So uh, all the best today, Toby. We'll uh, batten down a little bit tomorrow with uh, the weather, and we'll look for you on Monday as well. With the, uh, You guys are running on Monday or no? No, Gulfstream doesn't run on any holidays anymore. It's one of the greatest things that ever happened to Florida races. Yes, okay, very good. Thanks, Toby. Good Thanks. luck. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Bob. That was tobycallett.com. And, John, I know you're a golfer, too, and uh, Toby's right. Th those guys, the skill level is absolutely phenomenal. Was following a threesome of Scotty Scheffler, Morikawa, and Fitzpatrick, three of the top, what, 10 or 15 guys in the world, and uh, two of them eagled the first hole. So it, it, it's it's incredible to watch. If you get an opportunity, uh, get out there and see some live golf the way you want to see live horse racing. Right, John? I tell you what, I've played Riviera a couple times, and that, that is one tough call. I see where these guys are hitting their drives, and it's, it's a different game. Uh, you know, it's impossible to be where these guys are at. So, yeah, you want to see, you know, you want to see the best. you got to watch these guys play. Absolutely. Let's take our final time out. When we come back, our cleanup hitter, Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. That's the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM830 and on the Angels radio app. Angels radio. AM830. Fans make plans to join us as the stage is set for a big three-day weekend here at spectacular Santa Anita. On Saturday, our main event is the $100,000 baffle stakes for three-year-olds going six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. On Sunday, California bred fillies and mares will go six furlongs on the main track in the $100,000 spring fever. And be sure to join us for special holiday racing on President's Day Monday. Monday is also Dollar Day with $1 beers and sodas as well as $2 hot dogs. The $100,000 Tis Now Stakes for California Breads at One Mile will highlight what should be a terrific day of racing on President's Day. And a quick reminder, 
The 87th running of the Santa Anita Handicap is now just three weeks away on Saturday, March 7th. Fans, don't forget, each Friday, we offer free admission and parking as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time each day is at 12.30 p.m. Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back. Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lendo. And John, let's just remind everyone we got that text while we were in the show. And uh, we will not be racing at Santa Anita on Monday. Racing has been canceled due to the weather coming in. So, John, we're, we're down to a four-day race week. Well, I'll take four over three, so we'll take that. But, yeah, you heard the commercial for Santa Anita that just ran. Obviously, that was recorded before the announcement just a little while ago. So no Monday racing. They will add races next weekend to make up for the races scheduled for Monday. So we should have some bigger bigger races and, and bigger fields next week, hopefully. Let's bring in Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. And, Michael, uh, I saw a tweet. You were drinking some pretty stout IPA the other day. I hope you've bounced back and uh, you're, you're ready to go 100% tonight. Uh, yes, mate. I'm in decent form. Uh, it's a matter of quality over quantity. That's how you have to play the game when you enter the realm of those super strong special release beers. Gotcha, and you've got a big weekend, so let's talk about tonight first, the Winter Derby. What's going on? Yes, uh, grade one event for the three-year-olds at 400 yards, capping a nine-race card tonight. And uh, 
It's a good open race. It should be contentious both on the tote board and on the racetrack. Fractional favouritism on Ed Burghardt's morning line for number seven, Optical Illusion at three to one. He was a terrific third in the Lozal 2 million futurity last December to train station V. After breaking through the gate, he's a very good horse trained by Paul Jones. The rail horse at 7-2 was the fastest qualifier in the trials three weeks ago. Number one, BP Cartel Policy, who was a first-time gelding winning impressively. Big so from the outside gate uh, has to deal with the rail in the final tonight. And the third choice, ready for it, number four, Monte Rosa trains both the second and third picks on the morning line. Ready for it, a stakes winner at just his third start last summer. Has Eduardo Nicasio in the irons, who seeks his 100th stakes win at Los Alamitos. As, by coincidence, does Jose Flores, who trains a couple of long shots, roar like a lion and kick and famous. There's one trainer and one jockey, each sitting on 99 career stakes wins at low south. A very interesting race indeed. And tomorrow night you've got the winner uh, championship. If you just want to give us a quick thumbnail on that, what we have, what do we have to look forward to there? Well, that's for the older horses, named for the late great Brad McKenzie. The winter championship offers the first berth for the season-ending champion of champions. This race has been won the last two years by a political Pence, also himself a two-time winner of the champion of champions. It was announced just in this past week that a political Pence has been retired. So the favourite for the race tomorrow night will be Jericho, who ran a terrific fourth in the Champion of Champions two months ago after winning the Super Derby. And Scoop's Dynasty has been magnificent throughout his career. Is a close second choice on the morning line. They finished a neck apart in the stronger of the two trials to the Winter Championship. That's the last race on tomorrow night's card. John Lindo, what do you have for Michael? Well, we've got a 6-10 first post time tonight at Los Alamitos, and I need to get a play from uh, Michael. Michael's been solid, and want to get you going off of the winner tonight. Thank you, John. Uh, yeah, 6-10 tonight, 5-15 for the first race tomorrow evening. I'm going to circle back to the Winter Derby. I mentioned the top three on an open morning line. I'm going to give you the fourth choice on Ed's morning line. Number six, Rockin' with Energy, who's 9-2. This filly is a classy filly who was beaten just a neck in the grade one Edbert Million Futurity in her two-year-old season. She's never been out of the money in just six starts. And she started favourite in what turned out to be the fastest trial won by BP Cartel Policy. She finished third with excuses at the start and mid-race. It was a good effort. She's a good filly, trained by Paul Jones, who also will saddle the favourite optical illusion. She was actually a nominee for champion two-year-old filly of last season. And just at the relative odds, the fact she was favourite last time in what turned out to be the fastest trial, now you're looking at 9-2. to two. She's got a chance, but it is an open race. I think 9-2 to two is a square price, though, for number six in the feature. Michael, have a great night, have a great weekend, and we will talk to you again next Saturday. Hooray! All right, that was Michael Rona and John. Again, no racing on Monday, but we do have Saturday-Sunday racing, including a 12.30 kickoff today for a nine-race card at Santa Anita. want to thank all of our guests and Jake Rich for doing a great job inside. John Lindo, thank you for co-hosting. Uh, Mike Wilman's here tomorrow from 8 to 10, and stay tuned for Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show. That's coming up next. 
Have a good day. Good luck today out at the racetrack, and hope you cash some tickets. We will talk to you again next Saturday right here on Thoroughbred L.A. But Mr. Ebb will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. <laughs>